0: Welcome to Fearless Marketing for Life Coaches. I am Simone Gray Soul and I. Listen on to find out how. Hello, hello. Today, I want to talk to you about how to be a great client. Before I start talking about that, I want to just tell you outright why this is worth talking about on a marketing podcast for life coaches. Why it's it's so important to be a great client is that the client that you are is the client that you get or the clients that you get. And I have found this to be consistently true in my own practice, in the practice of my clients, who you are, what you do, what you think, you know, the attitude that you have, the results that you get as the client is the exact you know, um, results that they have, the attitude that they have, the, the thoughts that they have, the actions that they take you know, of the clients that you get. You know, one of the reasons that I think that I get such amazing clients and they get fantastic results and I just have such a great time working with all of my clients is because I am an amazing client. <laughs> I don't mean to toot my own horn, but if you ask any one of my coaches, they will say Simone is my favorite client. She's the best client ever. She's amazing. She gets all the results. She's, I don't know. I'm, okay, they never actually told me this, but I can tell. <laughs> Let me give you a little story that might illustrate this in a more sort of visceral way. So one time, actually like last year, I had this idea for the first time. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i sure I'm not the first person to have had this idea, but I, this idea landed on me for the first time that, hey, what if... The exact client that you are is the exact client that you get. And then I sort of started to do a few experiments to see what would change if I changed the way that I approach my coaches as a client, right? Because at that time, I was doing sort of one-on-one consultations and I was doing sales calls and I was, you know, booking clients, um you know, filling my my one-on-one practice in a a very different business structure than than the one I have now. But at the the time when I would change something about my thoughts, it was like very much immediate, you know, in, in how those results showed up and how people were contacting me. So for example, one of the first things I noticed as I held this hypothesis in my mind that the client I am is the client I get is that, first of all, as a coach, what I love is when clients pay and fall. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun when clients are all in, they pay and fall, and quickly. So, oh, I remember. I remember what it is now. One time, okay, I keep telling you the story because I keep remembering details about it. So, one time, a client I, I had just gotten off a, a sales call with me, and she said yes, and then like literally five minutes after we hung up the call, she had paid. Like I sent her the link right away and then she paid right away. And then she emailed me like, can't wait to start. So excited, just paid in full. And I was like, holy moly, because I was used to waiting days, you know, um, I mean, usually people... I had a policy that I, I asked people to pay within 48 hours of, of the call, and they, most people did. And, you know, a lot of people would wait until the end of the 48 hours, and a lot of people would like, kind of forget. And then they would eventually pay, but I would have to remind them. And I was like, you know what? You know what's fun? Is when they pay right away in full, 10 minutes, it's done. I love that commitment. I love having that money, all of it right away. It's, it's just fun for me as a, client, as, as a coach. And then so I decided... Okay, you know what? If I enjoy this as a coach, I am going to make sure that my coaches enjoy this from me. So from then on, I made a decision that every time I get an invoice, actually not even just for my coaches, for anything, um, you know, I would hire, I don't know, like contractors, like, like web designers or whatever. Um, and my coaches, of course, every time I would get an invoice, every time somebody would say, Hey, here's the payment link, I decided that I'm going to be the person who pays it write the fuck away 5 minutes i and i started doing that what was so fun was that I, I when i did that and i started to notice that coaches or or contractors whatever would be like whoa that was fast and i was like yeah well you know i try to be the client the kind of client that i want for myself and What was so fascinating is that I'm not kidding you, like this literally started happening. Once I started to change my mindset to become the person who pays in full right away, I started getting clients consistently after that who would pay really fast and in full. They didn't take days. They didn't forget. They were just on it. And just like me, they were excited to pay me in full. I think I was actually pr- kind of floored that the next I don't know three or four um, clients I signed after that were also very fast payers, and that w- that had not been the trend before. So that's sort of like a sort of like, an, like a piece of the puzzle that I want to tell you about because I thought it was so interesting. But I do want to tell you the three things that I think you should do that you should know in order to become the client that you want for yourself, and that's really important. So here's the first thing the first thing to becoming an amazing client is to sell yourself on your coach powerfully and to sell yourself on your coach over and over and over again. Actually, it always made me wonder, I thought it was always really interesting when people signed up with a coach from a place of being less than super duper gung ho about the coach. Because I mean, you know, hiring a life coach, it's not like nickels and dimes, it's quite a bit of money. So if you're gonna pay that much, why not pay somebody that you're a super, you know, a super fangirl of or fanboy, whatever, right? And but I but I realized that more people than I assumed start their coaching relationship with a kind of, you know, a little bit of skepticism. Like, I mean, of course you hire them because you think they're great, but also like, all right, like, let's see what you can do. All right. Deliver on the results. Okay. Let's see how good of a coach you are. Let's see if this is going to work out. Right. So that all of those are subtle ways of you not being powerfully sold on your coach, all, all the ways you are not all in, and think about it, if you're not all in on trusting your coach, loving your coach, and totally believing them to be exactly what you need, you know, if you doubt that, guess what your client is going to do, even after they sign with you they're going to doubt you because that's what you are exuding, and if that is how that if that's the kind of client you're being, and if that's the kind of um, clients that you're actually coaching guess what your marketing is going to be like. If you're not sold all the way on your coach and if your existing clients aren't all the way sold on you, then how the heck do you expect like somebody on Facebook to be sold on you enough to want to get on a sales call, to want to work with you, to, to reach out to you, right? So you want to always be sold. And this is, like I said, it's an active process and it's a decision right? You don't just wake up. I mean, sometimes you might actually, often I did, but (laughs) not not necessarily do you wake up every day just being like, oh my god, my coach is the greatest, especially if you are going through, you know, a period of, of growth where you're you know, wrapping up against some things that are a challenge. You know, let's say your coach says something that challenges you, your coach says something that triggers you, your coach suggests something that you don't want to hear that's more comfortable to kind of like avoid and ignore, right? In those moments, even if you love the coach, it can be hard to be hundred percent sold on them and everything that they're doing with you, and it's in though in though in these moments that I proactively convince myself, like I talk myself into why they could be right, how they could be right, and what there is for me to learn by you know really considering what they're saying and working through whatever drama my brain is giving me, and why actually that is the best possible thing that I could be. Um, you know, I could be working through at that moment and why I'm so grateful that this coach is giving me that precise thing. It's exactly how I, what exactly what I needed. And I choose to have these thoughts and these thoughts, again, sell me on my coach that I already hired. And these thoughts also bring me the most learning, the most transformation, the most results, which of course reinforces the idea that I I that I chose the right coach and my coach is the best and whatever my coach tells me is, is is exactly what I need to hear. I you know when I look around coaches don't always do this. When we are being the client, right? We spend a lot of time in doubt about our coaches when we're not hearing exactly what we want to hear when we're not giving being given the exact, you know, feedback or support we think we need. Again, how that's going to manifest is that when you are coaching somebody or, or, or when you are marketing, right, you're going to have this unconscious anxiety that people are going to be resistant to it. Because why? Because you're resistant to the coaching that you're, you're being given, right? If you intentionally cultivate the attitude that everything my coach says, all the coaching that I get is the exact coaching I need in order to grow in the exact way that I need to. That thought is not only going to serve you in getting the results you came for, it's going to serve you in that it will help you to market in such a more powerful way because you are demonstrating an attitude, an energy of being all in, being all sold. So that's the first thing. Oh, and by the way, I do this um, when I re-up with my coaches as well. Because my brain, being a human brain, it will always want it to go to conservation mode. It will always say, well, that was enough. You got what you came for. Like you can now do the try to do, do the work on your own, you know, save some money. You don't need this, this ex- expense anymore. And my brain will keep trying to tell me that since I already spent money with this coach, I don't need to spend more money with this coach. I don't need to reinvest. And I'm not saying you always need to reinvest forever and ever with the same coach, the same program that doesn't even make sense. But I put myself in the position of the coach. And I have a thought about all the times when I honestly thought that it would, you know, serve my clients so powerfully to renew, to go to the next sort of level of the work, and they didn't. And how, you know, I would think about them and think, oh man, like, two rounds could have, you know, produced so many such greater results. And then so I started asking myself, well, how could it be true that re upping could be like bring me like compounding results, right? What could I be missing because my brain is just like, oh, we don't need to re up. That was enough. I'll just work with what I have. So basically, I would do like a little sales call in my own head, <laughs> overcoming my own objections against re upping. And so the, Again, the trend is that I keep re-signing with my coaches because I keep selling myself on them. I keep overcoming my own objections and I think my life is pretty freaking great. Like I think that sort of speaks for the kind of results I get, right? Like in the second round, even on the third round, I'm on the I'm on the third round with um um a few of my coaches. Yes, I have a lot of coaches. I love them all so much. They're the best. And you know, it's Every time the learning compounds, every time the results compound, I get to understand the same thing at a deeper level. And all the things that I wish I could take my clients through, I am going through with my own coaches. So when I sell my clients on the re-ups, I'm so much more powerful because I believe in the value of the re-up. Why? Because I sold myself first on the value of the re-up. Also about continuing to sign with um, coaches when they raise their prices, so that the three coaches that I've had in the past year, who had whom I had you know pretty major contracts with, like they all raised their prices significantly, like um, at least double, and I sold myself on paying them double each time. Because again, my brain had objections, like trust me, my brain was like, Oh, no, it's not fair. You know, like you shouldn't have to pay them more. We don't want to spend more money, blah, 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 my brain had all these objections. And then again, I had that sales call in my own brain, <laughs> where I overcame my own objections. And I got really got curious about, okay, what is this really about? right? What is the result that I'm working for with this coach really worth? Was it really only worth it if it, if it was the original amount? Or is it actually worth 10 times more, 20 times more? So, you know, the, the double the, the price that I'm paying this coach is actually still a steal, it's still an amazing deal. And in fact, this coach is probably going to get so big, they're going to blow up, and it's going to be impossible to work with them one-on-one so far. And I'm so lucky to be able to still get in when, when I can. Like, that is honestly how I feel about all of my coaches right now. And so I coach myself on my on my own coaches' um, price increases, even when that price increase is, you know, quite steep. And I'm powerfully sold each time because I sell myself When I increase my price, I end up selling very effectively because, again, I'm sold. So when I'm sold, all of my clients are sold. So that actually is the first thing. And here is the second thing about being an amazing client is to take 100% responsibility for your results, for your showing up for your results, this might be obvious, but I often because hey, I'm human too. I have you know observed myself kind of sitting around waiting for results to happen just because I hired a coach, right? Like oh, I hired a coach. They're the expert. They're gonna tell me what to do. I'll do it, and then everything's gonna be hunky dory, right? So I'm just gonna go chill. <laughs> We're all humans. So these these attitudes, these thoughts happen. Think about it. We there's. I don't even know how many hours in a week. It was 24 hours in a day times seven. Okay, I can't do math that quickly anymore. I think it's like 150 something, Uh, whatever. Actually, I could be totally wrong. I don't even know. But it's a lot of hours in a week. And it's only one hour max that I get to spend with my coach being coached. And it is up to me, the other hundred and whatever number of hours to coach myself and to show up for the result that I want to create. And because it's my life, my investment, my result, my coaching, my brain. So I always thought of the primary responsibility of creating results with coaching to be, um, to be my own, right? Think about it. If you're the coach, it's so obvious that the kind of clients that you want to work with are the clients who take full responsibility for their own results. They, own their successes. They're like, yup, I did that. That wasn't a fluke. You didn't do that for me. I created that. And they take responsibility and ownership also for their failures right because that's how they gain awareness about what is to be learned from that experience so they can they can do it better next time right nobody who's a coach wants to work with clients who are whiny and victimy who are just like sitting around waiting for their 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 coach to spoon feed them results like none of us wants to work with clients like that it's no fun Right? And so I got really used to looking for all the ways in my brain where I was being that client, that sort of whiny, victim-y, like solve everything for me. I just want to sit here and get results. Like I need you to spoon feed me the answers, like all of those sort of dependent responsibility abnegating. Tendencies I watched for like a hawk in my own brain. And I coach myself hard every time to return all of the responsibility, all of the power to create change to me, to my brain, to my will, to my decisions. Right. So that means that um, I don't, that I take a really active role in my own coaching. I'm the one who sets the, the goals. I'm the one who shows up knowing exactly what I want to work on, right? So I, I never go to my own coaching. Uh, my own coaching says, Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know what to talk about. Like, I think I'm like pretty good. Um, you know, like, I don't know. What do you think? I'm never that client because I'm so aware of where my work is. I'm so aware of where I want to grow. And the time with the coach is so precious to me because I get to take that one hour and then I get to use it as, you know, um, as inspiration, as the springboard so that I could coach myself for the rest of the week and I can create the results I want for the rest of my week, right? So if you want mature clients who take responsibility for their results, yeah and and they don't make you responsible for they don't attribute their successes to you and they don't blame their failures on you then you need to become that client for yourself so just take a moment and ask yourself where am i putting the responsibility for my transformation on my coach and just be aware without beating yourself up like i told you i do the same thing cuz i'm human just have compassionate awareness and just coach yourself like oh I know how to return the responsibility and the power back to myself. We all know how to do that because we are life coaches. That's what we do. And last but not least, the third really, really important thing when it comes to becoming an amazing client is to get amazing results for yourself. I'm somebody who's always found coaching to be so fun. I just love being coached. It feels like such a treat and it's just fun. And I sometimes at least uh, you know in the beginning part of my coaching journey, I sort of focused a lot on the fun of being coached and not really on taking responsibility for creating the results that I came for, right? And so that sort of led to a situation where, again, I was having tons of fun. And I loved the coach. I love the experience of working with them. But then at the end of the day, when I look at what have I actually accomplished, it wasn't that much. And that eroded my belief in coaching. And that got in the way of my marketing and my selling my coaching practice right so every time i work with a co- with a coach if i put myself to the task if i put myself to up to the challenge of getting amazing results when it comes to the thing that i'm working on with my clients to knock my own socks off to impress the coach right i always want to impress the coach not because like their opinion matters more than you know mine or anything but because i want to be the i want to be the client who's like Learning the most, who is growing the fastest, who is trying the hardest. Like, I want to be the client that makes my coaches proud. And so that means that when I'm not getting the results I want week, week by week, when something's not working, when my brain wants to resist growth, when my brain wants to come, come up with all these excuses about why it's not working for me and why something is hard or, you know, this is, this approach is not exactly the right fit for me. Like my brain comes up with all kinds of bullshit excuses and your brain, brain probably does too about why, you know, it's, it's not my fault that I'm not getting the exact results I want. I coach myself back. And I sort of put myself back on the, on the path of having very high standards of my own achievement. So if it's not the program's fault, it's not the coach's fault, it's not whatever is going on in my personal life's fault, it's not the whatever's fault, it's, there's no fault anywhere. And it is 100% up to me and my brain to figure this out all the things that my brain tells me about why this is hard and why i'm at a disadvantage and why this isn't the right thing for me and blah 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 like if all of that is just bullshit and i am i'm here to get what i came for and right now i have everything i need between the coaching i got and what i already have the internal and external resources that i have at my fingertips I have everything that it takes to create what I want and I am, and I am on track. I'm on, I am on the right path. I am learning. Everything that I have been working on so far up until now is working, right? Then how would I approach this? Right. If I and, and if I notice myself t- trying to give up, I say no. Don't give up. Like don't be that client. <laughs> like I literally pep talk myself, and I'm like, don't be that client who's like, oh well, I tried my best, didn't get the result. Better ne- Better luck next time. It's like no. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> like what if you got the result in the time that you said you would? Right. Like what if you know what would it look like for you to have these you know four months six months with this coach and like really create something that you're you're going to be so proud of right and what's what's getting the way way of of that happening and then I coach myself and or I or I ask for coaching right and so I never let myself get away with oh okay well I'll just do better next time oh okay well this was hard blah 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 it's very high standard of coaching Um, a, a very high standard of growth, high standard of getting results, right? And I think that is also what puts me in integrity to sell my own coaching is that every time I hire a coach, I'm that coach's best client. I like work hard. I get coached hard. I put my brain to work to integrate the coaching to implement it and I do uncomfortable things and I trust my coach a 100% I'm all in working on the process and I get the greatest results doesn't mean I'm perfect it doesn't mean I you know doesn't mean anything except that I am I show incredible growth and it, the quality of like really, really getting what I came for that all of my coaches end up being really proud of me for, right? And because that's who I am, that's who I expect my clients to be and that's the kind of clients that I end up attracting, right? Is is, is is that because I create very high results for myself, my clients do the same. And I know the process And I because I've overcome my own sort of my, my own brains bullshit around that I'm very good at <laughs> holding um, compassionate, but very firm <laughs> space with my clients where none of that bullshit can fly. Why? Because I just I don't let that fly in my own head. So um, if you put yourself up to the challenge, if you um agree to p- play by a standard where you are the client getting amazing results with any coach you work with right so i'm going backwards that's that was the third thing and the second thing is be taking 100% responsibility for the results that you came for for your transformation and not putting any of it on the coach owning your successes 100% owning your failures 100% owning the learning 100% that is going to make you an amazing Client who attracts other amazing clients, and the first thing that I said was to be powerfully selling yourself on your coach all the time. This is not for the coach's sake, as you can see. I mean, I'm sure it was, you know, (laughs) it was nice of my, it was nice for my coaches that I love them so much and I get amazing results for them. I I make them look good and and I make them a lot of money, but also it mainly it serves me at the end of the day. Every coach I worked on, they improved my life so much, right? I got so much value out of working with them that it makes me an even bigger believer in the magic of coaching. And I just fall more and more and more in love with it every day. And if you're feeling anything less than what I just described about coaching, it probably has so much to do with the kind of client that you are showing up as. And I don't just mean in a one-on-one sort of um, container. I also mean in groups, in masterminds, in programs, with whatever degree of sort of one-on-one contact you have with the coach, like none of that gets to be the excuse, right? Like be the person who's an amazing client in every container at every level, not for your coach necessarily, or at all, but for you, for your results, for who you get to be showing up to your clients, what you get to be in integrity, exemplifying. Okay, so I hope I sold you (laughs) on the importance of being an amazing client to your own coaches and to yourself, right? So if you don't happen to have a coach that you've hired right now, and you're just self coaching, still applies, right? You're your own best client, you're your own coach, What would it look like for you to be an amazing client to your own self? um, That those are also very good questions worth thinking about. All right, my friends, go be an amazing client today and I'll talk to you later.